Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talking Big Blue with JQ, hosted by Jack Corderaro and Thomas Sinergia, a New York Giants football podcast that focuses all on the New York football Giants. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Premium, so make sure, tune into an episode and check us out at Talking Big Blue with JQ. Welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ here. The boys are back to preview the Week 7 matchup versus the Carolina Panthers. The Giants are home for this game once again. But obviously, no game feels like a home game for the Giants because they've been getting their butts beat for the past several weeks now. And honestly, it's not enjoyable for Tom and I and any Giants fans out there. This season really hasn't been fun to watch at all. And it's honestly kind of tough to record sometimes, but we're here toughing it out right now tom's here i'm here we're just here trying to have a good time and talk about this team but we'll, we'll, we'll get the ball rolling tom how are you doing my friend how was your week i mean tomorrow's friday you know the weekend's upcoming how are you doing buddy i'm doing all right semester's flying by um you know how it is it's when your football team sucks your day your your week can't be that good but uh no nah, i'm chilling what about what about you I mean, everything's good. Life's good. Work's good. Can't I mean, complain. Nothing... Yeah, I can't complain about like, you know, everything that I can control. But I wish I could control more of this organization and have them be a better team. But obviously, we can't all get what we want. Giants are one in five. And Tom, we were talking about this before the episode when we did our season predictions. I have them pulled up on my phone and I just want to share them out to you to the fans of what we had or what our expectations were for this season. So I'll read off mine first because it's a lot worse than yours. So we'll get it over with quick. I, so I had the giants going six and three by their bye week before week 10. I had them winning against Denver. They lost. I had them beating Washington. They lost. I had them beating Atlanta. They lost. (laughs) I actually had them losing to the Saints. They won. I had them beating Dallas. They lost. I had them losing to the Rams, which they got absolutely blown out, 38 to 11, or whatever it was. It was a disaster. It was hard to watch. I I do have them beating Carolina, but at this point, I don't know if I could really say that anymore. Losing to the Chiefs and then beating the Raiders. So my prediction is not going to go the way I wanted it to. On the other hand, Tom had... He had the first three games were wins, lost to the Saints, lost to the Cow, no, a win against the Cowboys, and then three losses in a row to the Rams, the Panthers, and the Chiefs, and then a win against the Raiders. So you had five wins and four losses. We both are, we both are horrible. Should we find a new hobby? You think? Like what else? What else could we pick up? You got any ideas of what another hobby we could pick up? Like badminton? We could we could start a lemonade stand. How much would lemonade sell for though? It depends. A dollar a cup. You know what I used to do? When I was a younger kid, I used to do lemonade stands in front of my house. I used to sell it for 75 cents a cup because you know why? Because people would have to give a dollar because they wouldn't have Fast. they wouldn't have quarters on them. So that's what I did. The smart kid Not I the was. the worst idea in the world. And listen, if they had 75 cents, guess what? They gave me 75 cents. It wasn't the end of the day. But then they never asked for change back either. So it was awesome. So it worked out. Back to this Giants team. 
that's been very unfortunate. I just don't see them, Tom, coming away with a lot of wins the remainder of the season. And I, I hate to say that. We're already looking like weeks ahead. Like I've already seen people on Twitter talking about draft predictions. Like, oh, the Giants will have the fifth pick and then the 16th pick with Chicago's pick. And I'm just like, it's week seven. Yeah. What are we what are we doing here? But you know, it's gonna be tough for this team because there's a lot of injuries. The most recent one and the biggest one is Andrew Thomas is going to the IR. So you won't expect to see him back probably until after the bye week, until they play Tampa Bay on Monday night, which is a brutal loss because he's the main reason why Daniel Jones has developed into the player he is today. We saw it against the Saints, how important Andrew Thomas is for this organization. And with him out. Honestly, I don't want to see Daniel out there, but obviously Joe Judge, they're going to compete for 60 minutes. That's what he said after the Rams game when they got blown out and Danny was still in with two minutes left when they were down 20-something points. So it's just something you don't want to see, Tom. But what are we going to do about it? Ingram's on the injury report now. Shepard tweaked his hamstring again. Saquon and Galladay and Tony did not practice this week. They're not going to play this weekend against Carolina. It's like the Giants JV team is going out there against an NFL level team. We're just so doomed. And it sucks because Donald's been playing like crap lately. So if if the Giants were somewhat healthy and functional, they could even come out with a win this week, but everyone under the sun is hurt. I just I it's just it's rough talking about it. How do you like honestly feel as a fan? Like are you excited for game day like you like you really want to be? I get excited for like the NFL Sunday. So for when I watch red zone, but no, do I wake up and say, yeah, the giants play today? No, I feel the same way. And we shouldn't. It just, yeah, it just doesn't happen anymore. How'd this happen? What, 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 what went wrong? Honestly, I don't think anything's been going right. And I think we, I think we have thought it was. Sorry to cut you off, but are you throwing anyone under the bus yet? Any of the organization itself, John Mara, the owner, Dave Gettleman or Joe Judge or any of the coaching staff. Are you throwing anyone under the bus yet? Um, well, I think just if even if you just go branch by branch, I think Mara and Tish are terrible owners in terms of being able to adapt to a different culture or identity. Um, I think they've been stuck on like the Giants of old and how they've won their four Super Bowls, but the way the NFL is going, you're more likely they're not going to have to uh, adapt to that. And I don't think they're down for that. So that obviously is going to impact who they hire for general manager. And it's a guy like Gettleman who hasn't necessarily drafted bad players, but the way he has built the team, they're not, des- they're not built to win. And so that, that's obviously a problem. And then Joe Judge is kind of showing us that last year might have been, the second half of last year might have been a, a little bit of a mirage. I know the players love him and stand by him, and I love him too. I think he's, he's very well-spoken. He's a he's a clear clear cut football guy, but he's the just the way the team's playing. I don't know if he's the answer, and so and obviously Jason Garrett doesn't doesn't let the offense kind of flow through the nat- natural athletes that it has. So to answer your question, I'm throwing everybody under the bus. I'm throwing the whole the whole damn village under the bus. Now, as we all know, the the NFL trade deadline comes up in two weeks. Do you think we see any of the coaching staff or any players like that gone by that time and anything just, I don't know. Cause like they need to change this team. And like you were saying, Tish and Mara, I think they don't do anything. I think they just sit in the the box suite all weekend and just watch their team get destroyed week after week. 
Gettleman, listen, I know, like you said, he's made some good picks, but you know how I've always felt about Gettleman. I've never been the biggest supporter or fan of his work. I like the draft picks he's made. He's made a lot of good decisions, but at the end of the day, comes down to a passing league and explosive plays, and that's how it trickles down once again to Jason Garrett. And it's just, you know what, it, it, you know what, Tom? It really sucks because my favorite player, I don't even get to watch every weekend because he's getting he's been getting banged up for the past couple of years, Saquon. I don't even get to watch him. And personally, I think it's because they never took care of the offensive line problem. Yeah. Listen, I know they drafted a guy like Andrew Thomas, but they really never dove deep into that like free agency pool or trade market or even the draft to try to get solid offensive linemen for this team. And look where it's going. It's backfired. They just spent millions on top of millions of dollars on guys like Kenny Galladay, Kyle Rudolph, Adoree Jackson, Logan Ryan, James Bradbury, you know, you name it, Blake Martinez, all these guys they've signed the past two seasons. None of them are offensive linemen. And it honestly really hurts to see this because this team is suffering and it starts in the trenches with the offensive line. And they're going to get someone really hurt. And poor Daniel Jones, we saw week five against Dallas, really got his head kicked in. Should we run the team? It's just it's it's baffling how people like us can just sit home and note and clearly notice things that that aren't going that aren't working and things that aren't right within the team, and it just seems like these like these guys don't see it and it's and that's why it's baffling. It's it's like how how are they going into these games confident based on the product that's been put on the field the first six weeks? I just and like you said, it sucks. It, it sucks seeing a guy like Saquon get banged up just when you think he's going to be back for good. It sucks seeing flashes of what Danny can do instead of seeing it for a full 60 minutes. It sucks when guys on defense that were really good last year aren't doing good this year, are actually doing terrible this year. And I think the craziest part is that I've only really noticed now that this had this has been the norm for the years. It's not like we were a playoff team two years ago. That The last playoff appearance was five years ago now. It's way too long. And it seems like the team is really going backwards, honestly. Oh, every single year. It gets worse and worse. It's... So, I don't know, man. I mean, we have an opportunity to win just because Carolina has looked really, really bad lately. I don't want to preach false, false optimism to, to the people. Yeah, I'm looking at ESPN right now and uh, the matchup predictor. They Carolina's at a 56 percent chance to win this game i don't even know how it's not more than that with all the giants injured players right now darnold like you said he's been having a couple lackluster weeks tom he's had seven touchdowns seven interceptions compared to danny boys four touchdowns and four interceptions but if you really think about it it's not even close because i was looking at the points per game carolina averages like 23 points per game and the giants only average 19 and the Giants allow, they give up 30 points a game this defense. We all thought this defense going into the year was going to be awesome. And they're not awesome. They're far from it. Carolina is yeah. only giving up 20 points per game. These are the numbers I would love to see the Giants averaging. Like over 23 points per game on the offensive side and only allowing like 20 points per game. Tom, man, it's just, it's. I'm just so frustrated. I really am just so frustrated. And I don't know how this Giants team is going to stop this Carolina offense with guys like DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard. Like I know I'm playing him in fantasy this week and I see all the TikToks. They're like, you should start him this week because the Giants defense literally ranks towards the bottom half of the league 
in rushing yards allowed per game. And of course, in passing, just yards allowed per game, the Giants are like ranked like the top five bottom teams in the league. And it's like, it's like all over again when I started this podcast with Kevin Meiselman two years ago, back in 2018, 2019, it was when I started it. And the Giants couldn't stop a nosebleed. That's why they were losing all those games. They were just getting killed. Excuse me. It was Daniel's first year. So it was 2019 when the podcast started. And now I have you here and, I don't know, Tom, what's going on? I thought you were going to be the good luck charm, bring me a Super Bowl to the podcast. Like, what's going on? I don't even know why I'm here. Why am I here anymore? What, what, are, what are we doing? I haven't, I've brought, I've brought nothing. I feel bad like that we're both here, like suffering through this right now. Like, obviously we enjoy this. Like, this is something we like to do. We like to talk about the Giants. And also we just like the podcast in general. You know, we spiel this out all the time when we're not recording or doing something live together. So just sucks that it's not for like a winning team and you know you'll hear people sometimes be like oh just like root for another team i'm like i can't yeah can't. yeah i don't well, you want me to just to change the whole podcast completely like i can't do that so it's tough it's gonna be a tough season but you and i we're ready to do this we took a couple episodes off for the rams game because you know i was doing some stuff i ended up going up to school thursday night to go see you guys and a couple friends so we ended up not doing a game preview but I don't think Giants fans really missed that much, honestly, no. with that game preview. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know if a lot of Giants fans want to listen to a podcast with a team suffering this much. So this exactly. game, I guess you could say it's an important game. If they really, if Joe Judge, honestly, and these guys want to save their job, this is like a week where you could turn it around and win this game and maybe go on a win streak, but it's going to be very difficult to do with all the injuries this team has sustained this year so far, Tom. Like Daniel Jones' number one receiver is probably going to be Darius Slayton if he plays, who's been out for three weeks, or Sterling Shepard after he tweaked his hamstring once again. So we'll see what happens. I know this Carolina defense is very solid. I know they lost their rookie corner from South Carolina, J.C. Horn. He broke his foot earlier in the season. I think it was on a Thursday night football game when McCaffrey got hurt also. So at least we're lucky McCaffrey's not going to run over the Giants defense for like 200 yards. This would be this would be an absolute blowout if that was the case. But again, I, I was saying the same thing about the Saints game and they wound up winning in overtime. So who knows? Giants might actually pull this one out. That was, that was a healthier Giants team though. That's what you got to know, you know? True. Well, I've learned through the last couple of weeks, just when you think you understand the NFL and football, the opposite happens. So, hey, you never know. You never know. That's, I think, like the, the main gist of this episode. You never know what could happen, fans. At the end of the day, your team could end up winning no matter who's out on the field that day. Just who comes out better prepared to play. Like last week we saw the Giants just came out completely flat. They had no shot at beating the Rams that weekend. I know like that team is far superior than the Giants, but they came out flat at home once again. They just don't play well at home at all. And it's honestly really, really sad. Because I was just talking to you before the episode. I kind of want to go to a game this year. And then you were like, no way. At this point, and I go, let me rephrase that. I said, yeah, you wanted to go. Exactly. Yeah. So honestly, man, I'm just, I'm happy I get to see you, Tom, twice a week. Over yeah, there. it's, always, it's always, always, good, always good to chat, have some laughs. Again, if it just it's such a shame because if this team was good, this the show would be would be platinum by now. It would be a lot of fun because we're we're a fun uh, group of guys to listen to. You know, we always like to keep it fun. We make sure to 
keep it serious, get some, give yeah. some good stats and stuff like that. Make sure this is a like a well-run podcast, but it's kind of hard right now when the team's not doing the best you want it to. Let's get into this real quick. We'll do our, we'll do our score predictions. We'll give a, a hot take real quick, and we'll go on with our nights because honestly, I don't know what to expect. I don't know who to see out there on Sunday. I know we're going to see a mix of Matt Parrott and Nate Solder at left tackle and right tackle, the two turnstiles, honestly. I know Parrott's not the best, but I personally would rather him at left tackle than Nate Solder. I'm going to say the Panthers win this game. I'm going to say 21-7, to 21-7. It's not going to be like a crazy blowout like everyone's probably expecting, but by the end of the game, it's going to feel like a blowout because the Giants aren't going to score until like the fourth quarter. That's my hot take. The Giants aren't going to score till two minutes left in the fourth quarter. I think this is going to be a shutout. Could. It easily could. I don't think the Giants are going to score this week. I think it's going to be something because the Rams have looked so bad. I think it's just going to be like a 27 to nothing embarrassment. And, and fans are pr- truly, truly going to lose whatever they still had in terms of believing in this joke of an organization. But what else do they have to believe in? To be honest, be honest with me. The team is all hurt. All the key players, all the guys they brought in in free agency are hurt. Besides like a guy like a Dory Jackson, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. Once again, right. another year of this. And all their big market-named guys either can't stay on the field or aren't making big-time plays. And poor Daniel Jones is thrown into this mix again where people are like giving them, you know, giving him crap because he's not playing so well. And they're like, man, like he had a bad game against the Rams. Honestly, my personal opinion, what do you expect him to really do against the Rams? That's my right. decision. I know he had three picks. Maybe I saw two of them realistically weren't completely on yeah. him. But at the end of the day, they can't block for him and they're going to get him seriously hurt. And I'm just, I, it's hard to root for a team that doesn't take care of one of their quarterback and two of their fans. Cause Giants fans are not the easiest fans to please. I will say that. No. So you're saying 27, nothing. Yeah. I'm saying 21 to seven. My hot take is, is that the Giants don't score until the last two minutes of the game. Like they usually do anyway. <laughs> when it, when it's already oh, is it said, a hot take then. Yeah. When it's already said and done. Yeah. All right. Mine's going to be Donald throws for four touchdowns. That makes sense, right? Yeah, 27 or 28. Yeah, well, all right. All right. Don, all right. Donald, they miss an extra point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I, yeah. Yeah. Donald's going to, Donald's going to, going to have four touchdowns. And we're, uh, and we are going to suck so much worse than we ever thought we could. You thought one and seven was bad last year. The Giants are only one and five right now. And it, the vibe. Oh, well, yes. Yes. We're headed for the same territory. But it's all I as fans, I think it's already a lot worse because of the expectations we had this year. Right. A lot of fans like myself, I, I thought the Giants could win 10 games this year. With this roster they had, I really thought they could. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to turn on the TV every Sunday and see your team up by two touchdowns, three nope. touchdowns heading into the fourth quarter? No. Nope. Thought I, I had seen- a dream. Thought I had a dream about that one night, and then I woke up and it was a nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Then I looked at their their stats and they're one and five, but I go, no way. I thought they were five and one. Nah, I'm just joking, but it's going to be tough. Another tough matchup for this giants team, especially like I've been saying all episode with all these damn injuries. I wish, I wish it was like Madden where you can just turn off the injuries and it wasn't possible. And guys were just 
laying out each other and you know nothing would happen they'd just get up and walk off the field but listen it's a part of life this team will rebound i think the future at some point will be bright tom what else you got man because i am i'm speechless honestly i I honestly don't know what else to say we we kind of previewed the game honestly but we talked about just how we really feel as fans yeah yeah there's really no more uh, beating around the bush or kind of just making everything a moral victory Team stinks right now. Everybody's hurt. The coaching is horrible. Um, it's a very, very, very rough time to be a Giants fan right now. And that's really all we got. I think speechless was a very good way to put it because I like, I, what, what more, like, do I have to say? Like, what more is there to say? I'll leave you with this last thought. If they lose this week and get embarrassed once again, is anyone getting fired? Because like I said earlier, the trade deadline is approaching. Are they going to let Dave, Dave Gettleman make the trade decisions? Or are they – like, it's is he going to be here the whole year, Dave Gettleman? It's going to be interesting. I mean, the way – again, like I said earlier, the way the organization is, no. They're going to ride it out because they think they're fine and they think they have a, a team that's capable of winning. They think their product that they put out there is capable of winning games week in and week out, and it's not. So I don't think anyone's going to go. And really, what trade value does anyone on this team have right now? The only one that had the highest would, I guess, be Shepard and and Canarius Tony, and they're both banged up. So I don't know, man. It's We got to take it week by week like we always do and just see see what happens because you never know. That might have to be the name of the show now. You never know. You never know what can happen with this team. You never know. Well, I'm done. I'm I'm yeah, ready to wrap yeah, up this that's episode. It. Sorry, guys, that uh, the Giants stink, and we really can't spin much more into it. What are we gonna do about it? Listen, we always have fun chatting with each other. I, we just wish it was in a more positive mood. But listen, it's gonna be a long season, Giants fans. Tune in if you want. Honestly, at this point, I know you guys are all struggling and feeling the same way as Tom and I are. We'll see you on the game recap later on after the weekend. Go enjoy your weekend before Sunday hits 1 p.m. Eastern time that game is. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Get out with the family. Go, I don't know, go on a bike ride. Clear your head. Get ready for Sunday. And then get ready for the work week when Monday comes around after, you know, probably another brutal loss. So, Giants fans, JQ here signing out. Tom, I'll let you take it away. All right, guys. Have fun. Enjoy the weekend. Go outside. to be nice out. Peace. Peace out. Oh, yes. What, Squidward? We stink. Oh, yes. Yes. I